Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Chet Venture Podcast. Today, Chet and I are talking about our separate anecdotes whilst traveling around Japan. We talk about the amazing people that we've met and, in general, the amazing experiences that we've had, how they've shaped our view of the world and also of travel in general. We hope that you enjoy listening to it, but also that it's something that resonates with you. So, with that in mind, let's cue the music. Ready for an hour of fun, Mike? Ready. Ready. You ready? Let's do it. Yeah, what are we doing today? Um, we are talking about our amazing experiences in Japan. Yeah. I, I, I always wanted to actually talk about this because I, I know that yeah. you have some pretty, pretty fascinating stories. Um, <laughs> yeah. The short time that you've been in Japan and that's, that is quite incredible because I've been here for five years and I feel that I, you know, didn't, didn't live, uh, <laughs> didn't meet some of these amazing people as you the, did. But. The, the thing was, yeah, so, I mean, this, this episode exactly is, it's, it's about the crazy interactions we've had with people, crazy stories we've had with people in Japan. Um, and uh, I've, I've, I've got three, uh, I've chosen three. One is a great act of generosity, like craziest, like you'll see, it's pretty, pretty, pretty crazy uh, how this came together, but um, was blown away. Uh, a conspiracy theorist and um, a guy who wanted to go to war. But, uh, but, but the reason why I reckon is because, Wait. F- yeah, because, yeah, go on. What about, what about the guy who did go to war? Isn't it? I thought that's who you meant. Well, he and did go he to war on the, yeah, he did go to war, but he wanted to go to war with me with vodka. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. I mean, I guess we can yeah, start yeah. there and we get the generosity. But my favorite, by the way, is the act of generosity. That's the one that uh, kind of, um, kind of made made a difference to my life. Like I, I actually changed how I see people. Um, but okay. well, we can. But start we can get to that because uh, I mean, it kind of connects with um, the interactions I had. I mean, basically, what I want to say. Oh is come that on, suspense. I. Say, I, I no, no, no. I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I've yeah, been on. living in Japan what for now, almost five years. But that's yeah. mainly most of my interactions have been through work, through yeah. my job, and so mm. you know that, that's always been kind of like a professional kind of style. And and in the spare time that I've had, I've I've mm. travelled when I can. And mm. and most of these interactions have come on those rare times off that i've traveled most of the time as well by myself Mm. um because i feel when you're by yourself if you're with with other people if you're traveling with friends generally Mm. you're just interacting with each other most of the time whereas if you're by yourself you're forced to you're forced to talk to other people and interact with other people as well i I think that's exactly uh it for me because if if i tell you my my history with japan and then um you make sense of why my Mm. solo travel was so intense you basically began Mm. Before I knew, it began with my granddad, actually. Uh, my granddad's, of course, uh, Indian heritage and was born in Kenya, as many people from Gujarat, India are, um, or, or were, though many, many living in, in Kenya. Um, and his profession was um, basically import-export of textiles. And, uh, and so he 
back in like the 60s when he was you know when when people like at least from my background weren't weren't known for traveling around the world he i, I saw these like really really old recordings of him like you know the ones that are kind of like um had like the little black spots appearing all over them in switzerland in, oh, yeah. in the uk in london before it was even built up like you've got green patches on one side of the royal Albert hall this famous hall in 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 in, in london but uh but now it's completely built up um, and yeah, along the Thames. And, and one of the things was that he had a friend in Japan. Um, they were pen pals. Wait, so he, was, he was importing, exporting things to Kenya from all from, over the world, not yeah, just from Gujarat or anything like no, that. No, all over the world into, into Kenya. And he did, yeah. we did business trips and he, so he, he, he was traveling. So he is... He was yeah. traveling a lot then. Yeah, nice. He was traveling a lot. Um, he never really spoke about it when when, when I was um, when I was growing up. But then I, I started to stumble across uh, these videos, and there was a very curious thing that he did, and that kind of just kind of brought me to it. And actually, I just remembered it now. It's really nice to remember things about my granddad. Um, when so we have every Hindu household pretty much has a little prayer uh, section in in the <clears> house, like a, like a mini temple, um, and he used to wear. Uh, uh, not a kimono, a, a jukata, a, a yukata? Is that yukata. what it's called? Yukata. Every, so I, I used to sit next to him like every day when I was like very, very young doing these Hindu prayers. But he would be in a yukata. And I mm. never quite understood why until later on down the line when it was a, when he bought it in Japan. And he, he met a friend there, which I don't remember his name. But they were pen pals all the way until they passed away even when his daughter was getting married they'd send uh the, you know like cards to each other mm. and yeah so i i found I, there's a whole collection of them uh he japanese pearls oh. on his tie which i thought was very very cool little touch but those, so those bits of japan basically everywhere there um and mm. i think for me this became was there any significance of him wearing that yukata during the prayers or was that just something that he did himself? He decided, I'm going to wear this. Yeah, do you know what? Like, I, I have, I have two ideas about it. One is that he, he loved those, those, those um, fabrics, and he, mm. he brought a lot of kimonos for the whole family, actually, for his daughter, for his wife. They never really wore them, but I think, I think, I think he fell in love with Japan too, out of all the places mm. that he went to, and, and think this is an effect because Japan is somewhere that's so can be can feel so far away but when you arrive mm -hmm. there it doesn't feel it, this is just me of course just thinking it through but it doesn't feel like completely unfamiliar it, 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 there's something about it which is very very different but seems to inform the things that you're missing right because it can be different and then feel a bit irrelevant but when people i think go to japan they they, no, no. they, they, they discover I, I, I know what you mean the missing pieces i think i think because it's probably, in that sense, quite a good introduction to the Far East for a Westerner, because I think so. you know, you know, it, it is like say it is so different. It's such mm. a different place to anywhere in the West. The culture, the mannerisms, the way people are, and it's. But the thing is, it's also very different to the rest of Asia as well. True, um, but it's it's like a little bit of both. In yeah, the sense, and that's why it's that's why it's a good stepping stone. I mean, let's for just, a Westerner into the forest. Let's let's just say like people respond. People, even if you go there for a few days, you'll come back with the idea that Japanese people are very polite and very disciplined. Uh, I think that's that's unanimous experience, mm. pretty much. Um, 
uh, that doesn't mean <laughs> this doesn't mean that this is a false story actually now um, that you can't end up in a weird place where you just have no idea why everyone's seemingly being so rude to you but that's just because you don't understand what's what's happening there and I've had to advise people who have been in very stuck positions like don't worry <laughs> this is how you navigate this but um, for yeah well we'll get there um, yeah, I, I guess one negative one would, would actually be a fun story to tell. But I think like, so people come away with saying Japanese people are very polite and very disciplined. This is something that we aspire to, right? We like politeness. Mm. We like discipline. We like the fact that when people, when you see people taking care of their environment around them. Um, and, and so, you know, because people don't litter and stuff like that. And I think this is the kind of stuff which, which makes you come back from Japan, even from a short experience going, I feel like I learned something. I feel like I've seen how people mm. can behave and can be, and and that's inspirational. I'm not saying it's a perfect yeah. country, but that's the kind of uh, that's that's the nice side of it. There's also a bad side of it. Yeah, yeah of course. Right, but of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, I there's, mean, there's saw, plenty of that, like immigrants uh, in Japan which are having a crappy old time right now in like semi camp mm. situations, but <laughs> that's uh, mm. that's that's yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean. It's it's not even just that. I mean, the I think uh, just Jap in general, like the you could see probably. I don't know if this is um, actually a reflection of mm. it, but I think um, the Japanese people are also getting a bit tired of. Um, they, I mean, you know, they they tend to in the cultural historical way. It's always been a um, uh, a culture of following the leader and mm. being um, honourable that mm. you know there is honor in in basically doing whatever um your leader says you know that's kind of mm. the way bushido samurai and anyone who didn't any samurai who didn't have a a leader a daimyo to, yeah. uh, was a ronin like a wandering samurai and mm. basically kind of like shunned upon because they were just outcasts so there okay. in japan there has always been this culture of doing whatever your leader tells you so everyone Very kind of just hierarchical. goes along with it but but yeah for and I don't know. Well, what I was going to say was I don't know if this is a reflection of it, but obviously um, Shinzo Abe was shot and assassinated <laughs> yesterday as well. And but me, shocking you know, story. It, so Shinzo Abe yeah, was the, uh, the 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 old uh, prime minister, wasn't he, of Japan? Just to give context, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was prime minister yeah. twice as and well. I, mean, I think he was the prime minister. He was longest stopped, serving prime minister. Was longest serving prime of, minister of uh, Japan. Yeah. Yeah um and and i i don't know because i don't really know enough about japanese politics but i know that um you know you, you know you see basically like uh I, I don't know if it is but um the the average working age in japan is is very high it's, it's very people, old they, yeah. they yeah they, they can't afford to um um to live off their pension um and so hmm. you know you you know the average age of a, a taxi driver in, in japan is, is it must be at least in the 60s or something yeah, no i mean like um, you, you notice it that a lot of taxi drivers are quite uh elderly in, in japan yeah, yeah 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 and so okay. um i don't know it's not See. just it's not just um you know immigration immigrants are suffering as well but it, i would also say uh, that uh, the average japanese person is as well yeah, and okay. maybe those frustrations are starting to boil over but but still, regardless, and of I think that, Japanese women too actually have a have 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 grievances with how the workplace operates too, in a very different yeah. way than than mm. we have in the West. So obviously, yeah. it's not a perfect place. But regardless uh -huh. of all that, there's still every time you come here, it's 
everyone is just is so yeah. polite so nice yeah most of the time um <laughs> yeah and there's and layers the of depth that you never knew existed i think that's mm -hmm. mm. there's layers of depth you never knew but it existed. always seems very genuine yeah it does so maybe we begin with 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 with, with this guy who wants to go to war because i think i think that's the uh actually it, it links because it's, it's my first time to japan and okay. um the one that wanted to go to war with you with, with vodka with sake actually with sake yeah i i, I uh, okay. sinned <laughs> blast japanese blasphemy calling sake vodka um i i i myself <laughs> i already wish that i had been part of the story because that you know if uh, an old japanese man said i'm gonna go to war with you with sake i'll be like bring it on sure. <laughs> that's kind of where i was at and i was dragged away <laughs> so, so let me just uh give 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 some context behind you this you People were dragging you away. You're like, no. <laughs> give me that sake. <laughs> I need to finish him off. You're already on the floor, like lying down, like ah. <laughs> <Don't begin. laughs> yeah. No, that's basically how it how it ended. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, there's no joke. Yeah. Um, so basically, this was my, my 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 first time to Japan. So you know, all this build up, and uh, I I play drums. I played tabla with the Indian drums. I was really fascinated by this. I know in Japan they have taiko drumming, and I loved. I watched a documentary. I was full of energy, right, for for going really deep into Japan at this point. And I watched a documentary of these taiko drummers in Sado Island who would like run like thirteen k every every morning as part of their drumming training because that's how much. That's how intense the drumming is. That you actually need to have a fitness regime. You need to be an athlete for this thing. Um, huge drums yeah. with heavy sticks and very, very energetic playing. And I was like, I, I want to do that. So I emailed these guys a bunch of times and uh, they never really replied. But then one day I was in Nagasaki, which is in the south of the country, famously uh, atomic bombed. Um, and I was my favorite city in Japan. And uh, I was really enjoying it. And I got an email saying, you have to come up here now. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> holy crap just to get this into perspective japan is a very long country right it has a landmass of germany but it's so much thinner and and like the, the northern part hits russia and the southern part's the same same uh latitude as morocco which is like desert in, on, on in one part of the world so that's why it's so hot and sunny in the south of japan um so it's a very long country and if you're in the well, south I mean, Okinawa, and the yeah. most southern um, right that's Okinawa, way off tropical. yeah which is yeah, tropical yeah. right and so when you're in the south and somebody says come to the north now and you don't have a shinkansen pass which is the bullet train pass you have a local train pass you got to get oh, moving <laughs> no i took i took local trains so i oh went yeah it, it was it was like it's like two days in, in in a train like to to going going literally village to village um uh, kids coming on and off for their school runs like going, what's this guy doing there um yeah everything's in japanese because there's there's no international people um so there's no english you have no idea what any place name is because it's written in a yeah. script that i can't read well, how, how long ago was this uh, this was back in 20 i think i believe 12 um okay or 13. Uh, so there was back. google maps and that kind of stuff back the, the, then, right? uh, yeah so that that so google maps uh was around but it wasn't like it was now and 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 um, mm -hmm. I, I didn't really have internet so i was still in the kind of and I, and I and i really loved this that you would have to 
Because remember when we went around um, Europe and you would still have to, that was 2011, and you'd still have to write down, you have to draw uh, the, the, the journey from Google Maps, um, how to get mm. from A to B. Um, yeah, because it wasn't like now. Well, I, did, I didn't even have a phone some, that was a smartphone like now. Like I, I just had some, yeah, two That's bit. true, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it At was that Euro trip was a bit of a was quite fun as well. So we got quite uh, a few anecdotes from that as well. We'll being, talk about that. Come on to that. Well. <laughs> the, the way our <laughs> friendship almost ended. Um. Yeah. I, was <laughs> no. about, I was thinking about how I, how uh, I we thought I was going to be we were going to be kidnapped and. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I fell asleep just fine. You kept your eyes open yeah. all night just in case you got raped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good job. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. So, we will definitely do one about that. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. we, so we, um, uh, so yeah, I was. I went through all these like small villages all the way from the south of Japan up 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 into the north. I took a boat over to Sado Island. And when I got there, um, I was kind of curious because there was there was a girl from Birmingham, um, which is a city in London, but she was Japanese, but she'd been living there for four years in this tiny bus stop, which was so cool because I could speak English and say, am I going in the right direction? Because I don't know if where this mm -hmm. bus is going right now, but I think it's in the right direction. She said, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to that festival. And I, I was going basically um, not just to learn about the drumming, but actually to help out. And I was the first mm -hmm. international volunteer ever. And um, and that, that came with a lot of privileges, actually, because they gave me What's a lot more privileges. Festival? So it's called Earth Festival, Earth Celebration, sorry, Earth Celebration. And it's on Sado Island, and I highly recommend it if anyone's going to, uh, or I mean, you're, you're living there, I highly recommend it for you. Um, it's, it's an amazing experience of, Japan, of, of just being on this island for a few days, full of uh, music, basically. Um, Lots and lots Shadow of Island. instruments and lots of people hanging out in like, it's a bit of a hippie vibe combined with a really authentic Japanese vibe. I've already, uh, I've already written it down so I can go visit it sometime maybe this year. <laughs> great, yeah. I mean, they, they told me to come back with my tablas and they said like, you can just just play it around and we'd, we'd really enjoy you doing that. And they, I thought they, I mm. think they, well, this, this story, how far done rabbit hole do you want me to go? Um, I think... There, let's just see what's whatever's interesting comes up. I'll, I'll just share. Um, mm. But the first interesting thing is that okay, so I, I get to this field basically, and I'm, not, and I'm not sure if I'm in the right place. I get off the bus, I walk to this field, and I'm just like, okay, so I'm here, but it's a field, and there's three guys, <laughs> and I and and they wave to me because I think they recognise that I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the foreign guy. And by the way, like I was saying, it comes with a lot of privileges. Um, that they didn't even give their Japanese people, which is kind of their, their own um, team staff, which I felt bad for, because for example, I didn't have to pay for accommodation, but they did. And this is kind of like a generosity, like it's it's it's, it's a sign yeah. of them appreciating that I'm there as part of the culture. But at the same time, you could feel that obviously if people are paying 40 pounds a night or like $60 a night, um, they're going to feel like, why do you get the privilege? Especially when <laughs> I, I, I wasn't even, um, <clears throat> I was tired, man. Like the, the, the work ethic is, I'll tell you about the work ethic. And, and it was a lot of fun. But by the, by the time I hit the middle of the day, it was really hot. 
after mm. I was on spraying the kids, Judy, which is like you basically, I had a sign on my chest saying Cloud Man or Mr. Man. <laughs> and, and I just had this hose and like hosing down the kids who would like put their finger in the hose and spray back onto me. After that, I was exhausted <laughs> and I would fall asleep with everyone else. But then they'd wake up or the tarmac and then they'd wake up and carry on working and not tell me and i think they just thought this lazy like <laughs> this lazy guy from this other country or this other place <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway the first moment the guy says to me that the boss says to me here's the chalk uh i'm your boss he's your king you're the slave <laughs> literally said that to me in english and just okay. start <laughs> mapping out I, I don't think they understood like the context and all this kind of stuff he was just like they probably, they probably <laughs> yeah they probably don't actually know what it means that's not just the normal way of communicating english <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah and uh just setting down the hierarchy like you you be be aware like you know you're in you're you're, you're yeah. working with us now and then I, I had to draw down all the lines for 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 where all the construction is going to be for um, the marquees and everything for the festival. So I saw this place go from a field to this huge festival, and then I ended up on uh, recycling duty, which means uh, which sounds like uh, well, you 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 basically involved with garbage, but actually people really appreciated it in Japan. They were like, "Thank you so much." You know, I know you tell them how to. Uh, position everything when they'll finish eating so that they would like you know you had this um plastic layer on top of all the plates which they had to peel off throw to one side so they'll be clean for the other part would be clean for recycling and so i think it was like higashete kudasai is does that make sense to you tear it off what would what would you say maybe yeah okay well anyway it's something i was years I, I, ago. Actually, I actually don't know how to peel say peel off so, i think uh, it's something like yeah anyway so I was on that duty, but it meant I could see all the festivals and stuff for free and then eventually get inside the big uh, room with all the big drums and play them and, and get taught by them, which was another whole crazy thing where I had this like <laughs> guy standing next to me, squatting, screaming, ah, ah, just to motivate me to like carry on slamming the drum. It was a wild time and we haven't even got to this <laughs> this guy yet but we were staying in a village basically called shukunegi um and this very old village actually i think is preserved it's somehow uh, listed because all the roofs are the old style roofs where they where, where they hold down the tiles with stones and we had tatami mats it's old um, 14th 16th century houses where you still had like the, the square in the middle and um mm -hmm. of, and, and you had a kettle that came down from a rope from the oh, ceiling yeah, yeah. And every yeah. night we'd like work hard in the day they'd work harder than me and then uh we'd go there at, we, we go to the onsen after work which is the hot spring then come back <clears throat> uh, to the place drink beers lie down and fall asleep around around the square fire and wake up in the morning and go again but when they went they went like this and i was not capable <laughs> of waking up that fast i am now I, I think <laughs> but at that time i was <laughs> just constantly knackered um actually in this town i had one of my best sushi experiences but we'll save that for another another, another story uh join oh. in i think that's what you called it right experiences um but uh so so it was there here in this village on the first night they had a very a rare festival they said they said that they thought that i was the first person outside of this village outside of japan sorry to ever see it mm. 
Yeah. And so they were quite <clears throat> cool, happy that I was there. And one of the guys uh, that was on the table with us um, in this village uh, was about 80-something odd years old. And uh, he saw me. And I thought when he saw me, he just, you know, was like, oh, you're from some other place. How interesting you're here like everyone else. But it wasn't. He remembered something. He remembered yeah. the time he was trying to invade India with the Japanese army. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me as much in, in Japanese. And there was a guy there from Richmond who's Japanese, but like he'd be living in Richmond, London. And so he was translating uh, as well. Um, uh, and, and yeah, he basically um, explained that. Well, <laughs> this guy is saying that he was trying to invade India. And so, yeah. And he says that he <laughs> wants to find out if Indians are strong. And he wants to, like, see who can drink the most sake. <laughs> and, uh, and you're like, challenge accepted. If I Let's get free this. sake, I think there's a Michelin yeah. star restaurant in that tiny, tiny village. Um, and they were really? serving the sake to this table that we were on. And uh, it probably wasn't like the best, so it but very, it was very good. It was nice. It was very nice. It was yeah. from it was it was local from from that island, and it was very nice. And I was like, well, if it means I wasn't paying for it, um, and I don't know who was, but if this is a challenge, show the Indian strength. Yeah, and and really, what I'm showing is the Indian ability to get free stuff. <laughs> you don't even know it. <laughs> I am capitalizing on the fact that this sake is free right now. <laughs> it has a bottom line benefit. You fight all you want. <laughs> but really, I'm winning. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I had all the sake I could drink for free. <laughs> but anyway, the guys were more responsible. And the, my, 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 the guys I was working with, they were like, no, no, stop, 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 stop. You need to go now. You need to go. Because <laughs> obviously, they're, 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 right. they're, 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 they're taking care of the situation, right? Because, yeah, I mean, but I think they were scared. How, that... how, how, much, how much drinking did you manage to get in before you were ushered away? I think it was three. It was three shots each. And, um, and, and, That's and, it? Oh. And then they were like, yeah, I mean, I think there were, yeah, it was three shots each. And, and I think three shots is actually, you can get a bit tipsy off three shots. And then when you get to six, you're kind of getting drunk. And when you've got an 86-year-old man who you respect, probably they respected yeah. him. They just don't want that to escalate and then they have to carry him home <laughs> um, but who knows he might be after three shots after three shots was he did you see any any sign of tipsiness with him or dude this guy was an actual soldier for the Japanese army in um, I mean and in that time they were also taught to use samurai swords and all sorts of things I don't think I was ever going to see any sign of anything in him um no, I didn't see any because, sign of because, anything. Because <laughs> actually, when when I was in um, when I went to Hiroshima yeah. um, once with uh, some some friends, um, you know, Jonathan uh, Guni. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We were we were in a we were in a bar in uh, Hiroshima, and um, these uh, uh, Marines, U.S. Marines, came in, and uh, <laughs> they challenged us to a, a drinking competition. <laughs> oh no. Absolutely destroyed them. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> the guy at the end was like, on the, on the, on the, on the bar. I was like, ugh. So it reminds me of Legolas and uh, what's that dwarf <laughs> called? 
in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Gimli. Gimli, yeah, when they have a drinking competition, yeah. Legolas is completely perfect, and Gimli is like his eyes are rolling and his head smacking the table. <laughs> Don't you feel drunk yet? Yeah, yeah. So that was, but they were, but they were Japanese, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. so I can't include that in my experiences, the stories of a uh, Japanese, but that was that's uh, always quite a fun one to say. Yeah, yeah, really, it is. I mean, cool. So that's that's that's, that's my one. But um, what 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 you you wanted to talk a bit about uh, experiences of generosity, right? As mm, well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, or kindness or. P- politeness i mean politeness isn't the same as generosity politeness is following a code no. of conduct i mean I, I have one story which is kind of like a little bit of but it's it's funny it's just a bit funny and also i like funny it's, uh, Tell of, me. and it's generous generosity as well so maybe it's a good way to move on to your story but i mean first like one really nice example of generosity i remember was that um I was traveling to fukuoka i think and uh the train fukuoka uh, either yeah, Fukuoka uh, in uh, Kyushu, mm-hmm. uh, the southernmost island. Yeah. And I think, uh, Sumo I think, I think the train got delayed. I think the train yeah. got delayed because of um, of uh, bad weather or something, like a, uh, during the, the rainy season or something like that, and it got delayed by quite a lot. Or maybe we might have missed a couple of trains as well or something, I'm not sure. But <laughs> but we got to this uh, Minshku, which is like a, an inn. Um, yeah quite late in the evening like i think it was almost close to midnight mm. and by the time when we got there these this old couple just, they must have been in their 70s they were waiting outside uh by the door the entrance and i have no idea to this day how long they were waiting whether they were waiting there for like, the whole time for us to come <laughs> but you know usually you get there like around 6 p.m or something like that so like, yeah time. And because we were late, we we'd given them some warning. Uh, we were a bit late. We're not sure how long it's going to delay. But by the time we got there, they were bloody waiting outside. I'm like, oh, uh, welcome, welcome. Okay, please come in. Here's your beds and like, here's your room. And we're just like, oh my god, like, okay, thank you. So sorry. <laughs> Hope you haven't been waiting for too long. <laughs> That's so nice. I mean, it's like going. things like that, like, just blow you away. You're just like, okay, this would not happen in the UK or, you know, or okay. most other. It's not. I haven't experienced that in anywhere else, actually. I, the, the, uh, that makes me want to talk to you about the one that blew me away in, in, the, in, in that story. But b- b- before, you remind mm-hmm. me of something at the train station that happened once. It was so sweet. There was this old granny. So uh, I in Japan, you can buy boiled eggs from the off-license. You can buy mm, different yeah. kinds of boiled eggs. You can buy onsen tamago, which is a really nice, soft middle. You can buy um, hard-boiled eggs. And you can buy raw eggs. Mm. And they differentiated, mm. I thought, by color. Turns out they're not differentiated by color because I bought a packet that I thought was onsen tamago, my favorite. And I was like, oh, I'm going to just nibble some boiled eggs before I go on my journey. <laughs> I was standing right in front of the train and I cracked it and the egg just fell out and it hit the floor. <laughs> and this old lady looked at me and she was like, she's so nice and she smiled and I, and I and I cleared the egg I like grabbed it I had it in my hand I was just trying to find a toilet to throw it <laughs> when I came back she explained to me 
these aren't the kinds of like I mean I guess I mean you know you can just you're in the interaction I was I thought she was explaining to me these aren't the kinds of eggs that you crack <laughs> and uh, then she gave me a little biscuit from Hiroshima because she's from Hiroshima and they have this particular kind of snack and then the whole family came I think they wondered what on earth was going on and then uh, we just had a little chit chat before parting ways <laughs> it, was, it was quite funny um but, I can imagine just like other other people. She probably understood that you thought it was a bull egg, but other people just thought you were a crazy person that just wanted to crack an egg on a on a on a train platform floor. Like yeah. <laughs> and, and now he's panicking. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very embarrassing. Oh. He made many mistakes like this, but um, uh, yeah, the other ones were to a train as well. Um, this 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 one, actually. I, I can't believe uh, still ever happened. Um, we were we were with Am, you know Am, uh, the friend who who came to the wedding. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. We we went on a trip around Japan. Uh, oh yeah, man, we have so many stories. But one of them was uh, going to this town called Himi, and even Japanese people don't often know where Himi is um, because it's the middle of nowhere. Um, we, we we loved onsen, which is the hot spring, and we had uh, we were in Toyama, um, which is uh, mm. on the northeast west west I think east west coast of Japan, right? Yeah, west coast of Japan, mm. and it's beautiful from Toyama. You can see uh, you can see a whole you, you, you there's there's a bay where there's a sea, and then you have this whole mountain range, and in the winter it's it's covered with uh, snow, and it just looks completely stunning. Um, and and we had a train that we need to catch. We had a gap between the trains, and we looked on the map, and there was a place called Himi. Um, sort of from Toyama, we went to Himi, and from Himi, which is not on the main main track, so so we, we'd have to go back to Toyama to catch our train. And from Himi, there was an onsen, which looked beautiful, a hot spring that looked beautiful, beautiful view of the sea. And we're like, okay, we've got to do this in the, in the few hours that we have. <clears throat> but completely underestimated um, the walking actually from Himi station to the uh, onsen to the hot spring I think it was two hours and when we were, we were an hour into it we realized that okay we can't continue forward because it's another hour away I mean we could do it but you know <clears throat> then what next we had to stop and think and but also we realized that we can't even go backwards now because we've missed our train even if we walk back now mm. there's no way we're going to get back in time because we already walked an hour <clears throat> And so we just sat down on the steps, kind of, you know, we're traveling. So, so this doesn't really bother us too much. It just uh, is not what we planned. And so we just stopped and we sat on the steps and, and looked out onto the sea, just thinking, oh, we've, we've messed this one up pretty bad. Um, <laughs> and and uh, this guy is walking down um, with his headphones on and think nothing of it. But he walks past us and then he comes back and he takes his headphones off and he's like saying, Hey, hey! I'm, I'm, I'm listening. To, I'm, I'm learning English on the headphones. Listen, listen. I was like, Yeah, okay, man. That's a bit weird. But <laughs> <laughs> how, how old is this person? He, he looked like he might have been in his late thirties, early forties, <laughs> and, uh, and he didn't come across as um, very relaxed. He came across as a little bit like socially awkward, you know, in his mannerisms. But at the same time, was very. Um, curious about us and asked us if we uh where we're from we said england and uh and then he said do you want to um 
uh, we had a very brief conversation. He said, do you want to get in my car? I can drive you to the um, station. And we were a bit skeptical. We were like, well, is he going to drive us to the station or drive us anywhere else? And I don't know what convinced us, but we just said, yeah, all right. Um, we'll, we'll hop into your car and we'll be very vigilant, I guess, I think was what we thought. And we can actually get to the station on time. So we thought, this is super lucky. This is super lucky that suddenly, you know, it's sometimes in travel, things just find a way of aligning. And then he drives the wrong way. And he drives to this old castle and he says, look, Samurai Temple. And then he drives another way and we're just thinking, oh God, what's going on now? Like our worst fears have been realized. Like this is, this is a slow descent into into some dark territory that we don't want to know about. Then he drives us off to a temple, which has this huge tree in the middle and it's an old temple. And then we're like following him like, man, I don't know where you're going. And I don't know what you're thinking about time right now, because we just told you we need to get back to the station. That's why we're doing this thing. Um, appreciate it, but you know, what's going on here? And we go to the temple and we're standing in front of Buddha and he starts praying for us and finding blessings for us and then we started to think is this guy just insanely nice is that what's going on here um and we we were like thank you thank you like thank you for your blessings thank you for praying for us um and then he drove us to his work and we said hi to everyone at his work <laughs> and then he drove us to his family home we said we wave to his children i think he was just <laughs> and then finally we, we we go to this train station and um he parks the car we we rush onto the train we feel really bad because we feel like oh man this guy's doing actually quite so a you lot made the train in the end it was literally you know japan it's really on time and within 30 within I think 45 seconds of getting onto the train it started to move but the second we got onto the train he said mm. wait 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 stop stop so we, we, we we're in the train we're behind the window now <clears throat> he's on the other side of the window on the platform and he looks sad um mm. and he just runs off and we're thinking that's just really maybe he was he was feeling sad like because we we had we had like a good 25 minutes of like crazy fun just now and and now we're off, you know, and we didn't give him anything and we didn't kind of suspected him that we were kind of feeling a bit guilty in ourselves. And he runs off and then we and then we think that's it. And then he comes running back. He comes running back with two coffees, which he hands us through the window of the train and, and then oh. then says goodbye. And then and then the train moves and he goes away. All of that, oh. all of that mm. was just mm. pure out, out of his heart. All of that. See my city, yeah. see my family, see my friends. Let's pray for you. Let's get you two coffees. And now you go take your and and, and let me set you up on the train as well. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what's really weird is that that is so similar to my story. Were you actually that guy? <laughs> you just had a mask on or something. <laughs> just yeah. wandering around Japan. That's why it's... Yeah. No, no, I um. So okay, I'll, I'll tell you, and you can see the correlations directly. Yeah. So my friends and I, we were we were um hiking mm. um in Okutama, and where's uh, Okutama? Is, uh, uh, west oh, okay. west of Tokyo. It's within Tokyo still, but it's west of Tokyo. Mm. And um, 
we were we were hiking up in the in the uh, forest, but we had taken a wrong turn or something, and we we didn't know if we were going the right way anymore. So we were, we were a little bit intoxicated as well. We were quite slightly inebriated, and we were just like, oh shit, okay, let's let's uh, let's turn around because mm. we don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> let's let's go back because we don't know what's going like. on. We don't get lost, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, so we don't uh, Hansel and Gretel trying to find a little yeah. like candy castle and yeah <laughs> so we we went back but then the path was different as well and then we we ended up coming out, out onto the street and we were just walking up the street and um and this is like this is in the we, we're still very much like in a we're not in a mm. town or anything this is we're surrounded by mountains and forest and and there's a road little road going up um small small road very narrow maybe like just about fits two small cars. Hmm. Um, and then we walk past this uh, little kind of hut, which is a restaurant as well. And there's this guy um, um, who's just sitting down on the like the balcony uh, um, of this uh, restaurant and he's uh, drinking a coffee and he's got um, two dogs uh, lying down by the side of him, two big dogs. And yeah. he, just starts wave- he just starts waving at us. And... Um, and my, I'm with two friends, and one of my friends, um, both of them are Indian as well, by the way. Oh, uh, Akil, he just waves, waves back. He's like, ah, oh. and I, you know, I kind of like timidly wave back. As well. yeah. I'm like, okay, guys, let's, let's keep going anyway. Uh, and then, and then he starts waving, and then he starts he calling us to come over. Yeah, from waving to like, going, oh, come on, come over. It's at like the beginning of a Murakami um, novel. Yeah, and me and um, uh, the other guy Ashi, we're just like, uh, uh, let's, let's just keep going. And uh, there's a bit. I'm a, yeah. Um, uh, I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a, I don't feel like I could talk to people right now. I'm a bit, uh, a bit inebriated, so I'm just gonna keep going. Um, You're inebriated in the forest. Just like now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, and then I could just like, no, nah, come on, guys, let's go, let's go. Um, uh, so I, come on, and we're just like, what are you doing, man? Like, we, we lost. We need to find our way back. <laughs> and, uh, and then he goes over, and you know, he he's just the funny thing is, we barely had a conversation with this guy this whole time, this whole experience. Okay, yeah. and he Akil goes over, and he just like gets up, and his dogs get up at the same time, and he goes over, he goes behind this uh, hut somewhere. And a couple of minutes later, he comes out with his car, like a little van, <laughs> and 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 he's just he's just got a smile on his face the whole time, you know. Um, <laughs> this old guy, he must be like in the sixties or something. Yeah. He just opens the, like one of these sliding doors, and he's like just kind of ushers us to get in. I was just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now? <laughs> this is a squid um, game. <laughs> Six <laughs> smokes and they come out the, the doors and yeah, that's it. You can wake up in a different <laughs> <Yeah. thing. laughs> well, my, my friend Akil was just like, come on guys, let's get in. I was like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we just get in and then um, I'm in the back. Um, yeah. And Ashi is in the front. Yeah. Uh, he can speak a little bit of Japanese as well. Um, and Akil's next to me, and behind us in the truck, in the trunk are these two big dogs, and they're like panting away, like in the back. I'm just like, oh, no, these dogs are massive, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then this guy just steps on the gas, he drives so fast, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> and I can, I can see his hands, like he's got like really, he must be working in like as a carpenter or something, because he's got very like callous, thick hands, thick skin, yeah, mm. callous and everything. And um, and 
driving he's driving like a madman as well and mm. then um and then i think he asked like actually like oh like do you guys have time like uh because <laughs> it should be going backwards right now <laughs> yeah i'm going so yeah. fast it we're not even be... <laughs> it's like an anime yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly and then and then and then and then actually my friend actually is just like uh yeah we've got time i guess like and then just hits the brakes <laughs> really then, and then swerves around, <laughs> goes back round, and now we're going away from the station. We're like, okay. So it's driving off really fast in the other direction, and you know these mountain roads are curvy as well, right? So yeah. you can't see the traffic. But he's like fucking going, swerving around these roads, and I'm like holding on to like the fucking thing. Like, oh my God, like are we gonna... <laughs> Firstly, I'm thinking, are we going to die by, by by being in a car crash? Yeah. And then, then he takes. Then he takes a, a left turn into the forest. And, then, and now yeah. I'm thinking, uh, are we being kidnapped right now? Like, yeah. uh, like, not, not am I going to die by being in a car crash? Like, is this guy going to like kill us and feed us to his dogs? Like, we're getting excited yeah. now. Then, uh, then I'm like panting and then like, yeah, like getting hungry. I'm like, oh my. And I can, I can see my friend Ashley in the front, like look around, like nervously, look behind us, just like, guys, what's going on? Like, what's, what's, what's your other friend now, doing now, echo he's he's now just now probably questioning his uh his, his, his <laughs> yeah. get in the get in the truck and <laughs> we are not talking to this guy we he's like literally saying nothing like the only basically the only thing we said to this guy so far is like he was like oh are you guys in a rush and it's like no okay <laughs> <laughs> let's let's we go just, to my shed just, yeah. just, <laughs> yeah, let's go yeah. to my cave in a car we were yeah. just walking on the street and now we're in a car in the forest with a random guy with two massive dogs in the back getting this excited. is not better yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i'm not only lost but i'm also trapped <laughs> like literally at this time i can see my eyes flashing for my eye like my life my life sorry flashing for my eyes i'm like what? this is how it's gonna end right then, <laughs> and then uh, uh but then no this we just like then we and then he, he stops the car um, mm. at the end of the, like this gate and mm. opens the door. I'm like, oh, okay. Thank God. It comes um, like eight other dogs come running out of like a lot of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, no, then, he, then he gets out, he opens the boot with his dogs. The dogs get out, they're excited. And, you know, then I look at this guy, and you know, he's just got this big smile on his face. Mm. He's so such a kind-looking face. And he's mm. like, "Yeah, let's go, let's go up this way, this way." Um, mm. And he just takes us to this really, be- and I see these, there's a couple other like uh, foreign hikers as well, like walking mm. as well. Mm. So at this point, I was just like, "Okay, well, this may be something." There's, there's an cool, escape route. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least there's other people here that I can quickly throw in front. Of. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> As I make my escape. <laughs> yeah, they're rounder. Um, you want them more? And um, yeah, <laughs> here's some other tourists. Take them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, we just walk up this like really beautiful, like tranquil, like area, which is so quiet. It's a, it's just a stream. And he just wants to show us this, 
this stream and this like uh, spot basically you know wow. it's like it's like you know when a when wow. uh when a stoners say oh you know i got this really beautiful spot to go look at, uh, and then I... they show you like a, a little tree or something and they're just like wow it's so cool isn't it and you're like yeah it's awesome <laughs> but yeah. he was well... basically this guy was just like look i wanted to take you here because it's really peaceful and really beautiful and then um, <laughs> and then, and then we just, and then... We just <laughs> no, 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 we just hung around there for a bit um and then there was nowhere else we, we, we're not really talking to him we were even then he's just he's just like there the whole time he's just there like observing <laughs> us and enjoying time with his dogs and just like standing there and taking in the, the, wow. the atmosphere wow and we're, wow. we're barely even saying anything and then and then where then it's like okay like you guys probably need to go now so let's go back and then we used to go back along the same route and i remember i kind of briefly remember because he was talking to ashi but um i think he was just like he was talking about life and love and uh you know like wow philosophy or something on the way back and just like who is this person like yeah <laughs> like, yeah. like what is going on like, just I, enter a different dimension and then <laughs> yeah <laughs> think... <laughs> unbelievable and then and then yeah. he just drops off at the train station he says like look after yourselves please take care Mm. Um, and then we say goodbye to his dogs, and we take mm. we take some pictures with him. Yeah, right. Oh, we and then yeah. I remember, uh, yeah. I I'll show you the pictures of him afterwards. I'd love um, to see them, and yeah. maybe I can post them as well. Um, Twitter, because you can see like the his face, the kindness in his face. As yeah, well. okay. And you know, and then and then we say goodbye, his, and then he drives us, and my friends and I, we just all look at each other, and we're like what just, just happened? happened? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like so. I mean, I mean, the fact that both of us had that means that it's not uncommon in Japan. Mm. Can't be too unlikely yeah. events, and 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 it just goes to show that from where we're from, um, you don't see that kindness in anyone's face. You don't recognize it. You just get suspicious straight away. And maybe you should, right? Because it, it mm. is a defense mechanism. But at the same time, you know, it exists. People are that kind, and mm. people do have that expression naturally on their face. You, we just don't see it often enough to believe it. You yeah. Know? We um, we and you know I felt guilty like uh, like used it uh, kind of like right. at first questioning yeah. what was happening being a bit suspicious because and he was that, genuine. I think that's uh, something that we as humans we just mistrustful of people. But there are and of course you know if you're if you're going to be traveling around the world you need to be careful as well. There's, right. There's yes. Not to say just yes. Anybody there is. Right. But, but there no, are very true. there are these experiences and they you know nothing actually. That's that's also something I think we want to kind of express in our podcast as well. Like there mm. are these experiences where nothing much really happens, but it's just these interactions with some people that where you know it's not like you've gone out drinking for a whole day mm. and got to know them or or you know it's these kind of like these nuances, these subtle interactions, right. which kind of have a lasting effect with you that you always kind of take away. And yes. these kind of things only really happen when you are traveling, when you're out and about. And not only, but they often, they tend to happen to you more when you're, mm. when you're open, when you're you, open, as, that's as the key. An adventurer, as an adventurer, as a traveler, you mm. are, I think you give off that kind of aura of someone who is, look you know out there for an experience and and maybe these you know people like that are more willing to to uh share and they know that and they want to they want to take you to this beautiful spot yeah. in the forest uh, 
and they don't they don't necessarily ask for anything in return just being there and experiencing it with you with their dogs is 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 fulfillment enough for them <laughs> it is it is it is and i think i think you said it really well it's it's, it's this it's this thing about travel about being open and then and then and then in that state having these spontaneous moments which you never plan just it just happened the world took you there life just mm. took you there and there's something magical about that because you're completely outside of yourself you're not you're not planning this you're not doing your thing and there's something about that which is terrifying for many people but there's something about that which is completely mesmerizing for others and and it's it's and 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 and, and the objective thing is that you come away with it with a lot more than you came into it and yeah that's yeah. what's so special because you didn't even try um yeah just that's what the world has to offer at every moment somewhere and i think that's that's something that um that yeah. makes journeying i mean so special but at the same time as you said you, there, there is a you have to keep your wits about you because that is another part of it because in many other parts of the world mm. you know the suspicion that somebody is doing something to harm you or to take something from you is not um uh unrealistic no but yeah be cautious I mean, yeah yeah but, but at the yeah. same time I mean, don't be distrustful I mean, those, yeah yeah i don't know mm. so you know we it's 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 a very simple story we never we never even got his name um to this yeah. day we just call him the legend <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how we refer to him now the legend <laughs> he is and he'll be remembered yeah. forever for 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 showing people that you can be generous in this world there that that, that is a possibility for you you can be you can be you can you can be in that state because that's kind of what he was right um he was in the state of just you know saw people yeah. and just thought you got time i've got something to give to you um you know mm. no you know yeah beautiful um i think i think this is actually really i mean i can i can run by my conspiracy theory guy because i mentioned it but I, th I think this is like for me um what i wanted the podcast to be and so i would be happy to finish uh, yeah. it I was going to say, like, I know you got one more story, but it's a it's a fitting kind of end. So we mm. can uh, we can you can tell us about the conspiracy one some other time, maybe, or you can put it in a blog, or yeah. But otherwise, I think it's a fitting point to to finish I think it. So. And I think maybe it can be part of um, another podcast about maybe negative experiences in Japan. Not that this was a negative one; it was just a very curious one about a guy who thought uh, he was being chased by the Korean mafia and I was uh, working on a farm with him. It's a very odd time. Um, but, but, so that's, that's, that's kind of just what it is. But then we can, we can get into that um, in, in another podcast, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Sounds okay. Good. So this was wonderful, Mike. Um, I, th I can't wait to catch up with you again next week. I think, um, I think we've, we've been we've been saying that we'd, we'd love this podcast to uh, be something which which fascinates people. Um, I think we were saying that like this is this modality that we want to exist in of constant discovery and sharing that with people. That's what's special. And 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 yeah, we're, we're trying to translate this to Twitter. So if anyone's listening, come over to Twitter, follow us there. Come over to the website, sign up to the newsletter. Um, we'd love to yeah engage with them and, and and share stories um that's mm. that's what this is all about uh so yeah on that note until the next one until the next one
Yeah. All right. Next, more extraordinary stories coming your way, we hope. <laughs> and if anyone's got a story about Japan as well, just like that, feel feel, feel, feel free to message us on Twitter and uh, and even send us an email um, by going through the website, chaventure.com. Nice. All right. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Thank you.